Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code IKELIVE, you get 50% off Sweet. your first pro box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Ike Live. You're watching the brand new show. This is a Thanksgiving special. We're giving thanks to everything, uh, including now knowing that you can't hurt a bass by lipping it. That's right. Um, we got uh, Aaron Martins joining us in just a little bit. Can't wait to get Aaron on the show. Uh, can't wait to talk to him, see how he's doing. Also, a little later in the show, we got a mystery guest coming on and big announcement at the end. Let me remind everybody, if you're watching your input is so critical to the show. So important. <laughs> There's a lot uh, of it. <laughs> we we want to hear from you. Please hit Riz up on the IM. Also, if you're watching over on Facebook, uh, you can put questions over there. Instagram, Twitter, at Ike Live Show. And if you're on Facebook, do me a favor. Like and share the feed. If you like and share this feed, you're going to be entered into a contest to win the world-famous Ike Live gift bag. Weighs over 20 pounds. Lots of great product in there, including Heshi socks. And happiness starts with the feet, Brian DeCarpenter. You know that. Uh, real quick, before we get Aaron on the phone, I do want to, uh, or on the Zoom, I do want to mention that this new Founders has... You say these words. Dude, it's instantly words. become my new favorite. It's delightful. The Moon Rambler IPA. Uh, if you're an IPA fan or a beer fan in general... I recommend you try it. It's really, 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 really good. Um, I want to get Aaron on. Do you, you, you want to do anything? Or can, can we get Aaron on? Or we, what Aaron is we on. Got one, we got one quick oh, comment from the on. board here. Okay. The message board monster said that <laughs> the only announcement tonight is going to reveal is that we were late. Oh, wait. That's not really an announcement. <laughs> it happens every week. <laughs> happens every week. You're right. That's not an announcement. That's common. Something's wrong with the podcast. We're late. Something's broken. That's just normal. It's every show. Uh, without further ado, I would like to... Look uh, like a leprechaun to me. Look like, to me, look like a leprechaun to me. I'd like to introduce our guest for tonight. Uh, we've got him, I think, waiting right now on Zoom. Uh, the one and only Aaron Martins, everybody. Woo! Aaron! Ah, see, there it goes. Oh, I got this. Now? I got this. All right. Aaron. Hey, how you doing? There you go. I hear <laughs> you now. See, I told you there'd be Becky. a mistake before the show was over. I keep saying Rebecca, but I always call her Rebecca, Rebecca, Becky, so I'm confused right now. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, she's got a lot of names. So she's got uh -huh. Rebecca, she's got Beck, and because I, I call her Beck so much on the road, a lot of people that don't know her, they think I'm saying Beth. So she's uh -huh. been called Beth. I get Beth a yeah. million times. Beth. Yeah, that's a Kiss that's song, funny. by the way. It, it, Beth is. It's a good one. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Yep, I have to listen to that. Uh, Aaron, where are you at right now? You're 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 I'm traveling all my, over the place all the time. You're at home. I'm in my basement. I'm in my basement right now. In the basement, cool. My garage. It's kind of like been. You know, it's all sealed up. But yeah, <laughs> we have basements in. Uh, you know, everybody's got a basement in Alabama. Oh, you better have one. <laughs> yeah. Now, have you experienced the tornado since you've been in Alabama? Had, we had a like an F one come through our neighborhood and took top off a couple of our trees and knocked the trees down across the street, like a small tornado. We've had some like smaller ones come through and a few big ones, like the 
Tuscaloosa someone came like within eight miles of us, north yeah. of us. Kind of slipped across Birmingham and all that. I was a big one, but it was north of us. But not not a whole lot. A lot of them are smaller. So it it's interesting because you went from earthquakes, earthquakes <laughs> to tornadoes. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, the earthquakes here, there's no warning on those at all. Yeah, see, I've been through th- a couple of good ones I can remember. Yeah, my wife, yeah, Leslie's been through a few of them. She can remember, you know, ones that kind of you remember pretty well. In fact, you know, you go through a lot of smaller ones, but they're not that impressive. It's the big ones. Yeah. Now, see, li- living in Jersey, we don't have a lot of the, the natural disaster stuff. We have occasional, <laughs> like a hurricane yeah. will come through. We had or an earthquake hurricane. We did have an earthquake. Yeah. You weren't here. I wasn't here. That's right. Yeah. You have to worry more about the random gunshots when you're in Camden in Philadelphia. Because, <laughs> you know, bad things happen in Philadelphia, Aaron. I don't know if you heard that. I like that city. It's cool. But I wouldn't run at night there by myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Aaron, I want to I wanna st- – I, I thought of a, what I wanted to talk to you about in the beginning. And the f- one thing I want to talk to you about, and right off the giddy, is – and I, I want to say this the right way. So I've seen pictures of you when you were a child. I've had I've heard interviews of you talking about you being when you were a kid growing up. Um, and you remind me as a kid of my son Vegas so much. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Like okay, adult Vegas. You uh, no, you as a kid are Vegas <laughs> as a kid. It's uncanny. I, I'm That's telling funny. you, like, I just imagine this in my mind that the way Vegas is now is exactly how you were as a kid. And let, let me give you a couple details, and you tell me <laughs> if this was you or not, okay? So he, he loves outdoors. He loves being outside. He loves the water. He loves fishing. He wants to catch anything that swims. He never has shoes on his feet, ever, never, ever <laughs> has shoes on his feet. No, when he saw Aaron without shoes on, he was so excited. I know. I know. I actually texted Leslie. Was like, Vegas is so excited that Aaron doesn't wear shoes. Yeah, I think you're. I think. I think. I think you looked at me like, why did you say that? And I was like, it's good for him. Yeah. Yeah, but he 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 reminds you. Yeah, because I was a barefooter, not my whole life, but yeah, I was a kid. I was always barefoot. Yeah. Now, now Vegas is very like he's very carefree, in that like he just kind of goes with the flow on things. Were you like that as a kid, or were you more structured? Uh, I'm sure I was good with the flow. Still am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he has that same uncanny ability. Like, the way that, like, when you explain how you find fish, and, like, you break down, like, like the crazy, like, the fish oh. were eating birds. Like, that's one of the things that <laughs> sticks with me. Listening to you talk, I'm like, that is something Vegas would tell you. Like, yeah. Vegas tells you when he finds the fish, well, they were in the city. But I caught the fish that like drove out of the city. And the one that was hiding. <laughs> the, right. one was hiding. the one was yeah, hiding. Yeah, it was like, it, yeah, like in his mind, like he figured this it. out. I feel like that's how you explain <laughs> your fish as well. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 uncanny similarity. I, s- I see it, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I grew up in an area I could. I was lucky. I had uh, some really cool areas I could hike and stuff, and where I grew up. Yeah. I had cool little private ponds. I mean. I had, could get I could do a lot from just a bicycle like, before I could get a driver's license. So I was, you know, riding bikes, little ponds, and fishing. Yeah, that's how I learned. What What were golf you like in golf courses and yeah? What were you like in school, Aaron? Were you a good student? Were you a model Not student? Really. Were you? Uh, in some cases, I was. I was a teacher's pet. They like, you know, they 
especially the active like classes like woodshop and <laughs> <laughs> I like I liked photo. Photo was fun. Anything like that was fun to me. Metal shop. It's what I had to do like normal school. I wasn't very good at. Aaron, did they group <laughs> you up like they did to us? Mike, remember sixth to eighth grade? They had us in A group, B group, C group, D group, and they projects group in E group. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, grew, I grew up with uh, in the valley, so I had I think two thirds of our classmates in our schools were uh, from like L.A. So they bust over from L.A. and it was I don't remember that. It was it's a big mixture: black, brown, white. Didn't matter. Did you actually, actually have I mean, valley girls that you grew up with? Oh yeah, I mean, I grew up right. In, that's where I grew up at. That's where wow. I mean, that's the me more because she was in Simi Valley and I was actually in the valley. <laughs> well, Simi Valley is next door to the, the main valley. Wow. Yeah, and I heard I heard all the girls say "gag me with a fork" and that. It, was, <laughs> <laughs> it, was yes, never, it, it never said it never sounded cool to me though. It was always really annoying when right. I heard it, and they say because yeah, you'd hear it so much. Like uh, like uh, I never said that, but oh, me and my man. wife found it. We both we both talked about. It. We found it kind of annoying. What an error, yeah. though. I, that that whole that eighties, that eighties, you know, early eighties to nineties time frame. Yeah. Great error. Yeah, I, bottom, I was like, yeah, bell bottoms and stuff. Still, Levi's bell bottoms. That's crazy. Weird stuff. Remember Pete? Five hundred five. I swear. <laughs> Pete was already yeah, out of college yeah. by then. Uh, yeah, I was. I was graduated by then. You know. The, <laughs> yeah, uh, job. But it was, second hey, job. I graduated in the eighties. You know, I graduated high school in the eighties. I went to college in, in the late eighties. What's that? What eighty? What when did you graduate high school? 85. I was nine. I was ninety. I rounded it off too. Nineteen ninety. Look at that. Yep. Right on. Dead on. Shout out to nineteen ninety. Rich, what year were you born? Ninety. <laughs> oh God! Aaron, Rich was born in ninety. Dude, how is that possible? God damn it! Makes me feel bad. He might have more gray hair than all of us too. He might. That's impressive. Sure. Uh, I know. I'm, I'm like the Benjamin Button of hair. <laughs> <laughs> See, I actually started with gray, and I'm just working my way back to brown. At least you have hair. That's good. <laughs> All right, so, Aaron, getting back to the Vegas analogy. So when I, right now, at this point in time, like literally I asked him like a day ago, I sit Vegas down a lot, and I say, what do you want to do when you grow up? What do you aspire to be? And he always gives me three things. He doesn't just have one, you know. He said, well, I want to be a fisherman. I want to play soccer. And I want to invent things. And I'm wow. like, man. That sounds like, like me a, a lot. I'm like, what a great a- aspiration. You know, I can't for, ever say one thing either. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, There's too many things to do. <laughs> so I, I want to take me back again when you're Vegas's age, right? You're 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. Mm. What Did you aspire to fish professionally at that point? Or what, what was your mind thinking back then? What, what did you want to be? At yeah, by probably a 10, I was saltwater fishing then. Fishing ponds. Yeah, like more like 11, 12 was when I started thinking. I think it'd be cool to do something like this for a living, like a guide or yeah, saltwater, you know, work on a saltwater boat, you know, become a captain. That's what kind of what I originally was thinking is work on an ocean boat and then maybe taking over it. Cause, I mean, the West Coast is really cool, yellowtail. And yeah, I mean, now you see how the bluefin fishing is, it would have been a great job. But that was one of my original, you know, ask or one of the things I want to do. And then it went from that to just fishing you know club tournament sign up started fishing bass and that kind of still saltwater fish but yeah and watching the shows on tv you know it just kind of seemed like uh, i'd rather do that for a living than you know guide i'd rather be a you know competition fisherman That'd yeah be kind of fun. yeah very very similar very similar yeah. to it it's amazing and i we had uh we had cody meyer on last show aaron and when we were talking with cody it was unbelievable 
how many similarities there were to a lot of the West Coast guys growing up to the East mm-hmm. Coast guys growing up. And yeah. we're and like for us, Aaron, we're the same exact age, same exact era growing up. And yeah. it, it's as you're talking, like this was all of and us. We talked you know? similar to it. We oh, talked yeah. similar to East Coast, West Coast. Yeah. yeah, this was all I mean, we joined a club, Top Rod Bassmasters. We watched it. We, you know, we looked at these guys. And we had we had a couple guys that were like heroes for the East Coast, like guys we looked up to. You know, there were the national TV guys, but then there were some other guys, like Randy Blockett was one. Yeah. Uh, Rick Clun, you know, was always a guy we looked up to. Who who were your fishing heroes growing up, especially being out Rick in the Clinton, West Coast? Actually, Rick Clun was always probably my number one guy. Yeah. You know, because he was around a long time since I've been watching fishing, and he's, his style and stuff is kind of cool. And it was really, uh, you know, it's kind of had that, well, you have that. I kind of go get it. <laughs> it <was> very <laughs> Which I've always been like that, too. Not quite to the extent you've gone, but yeah, he's always had the energy. You know, I liked watching him fish. Yeah. He's but he's been one of them. And then the West Coast guys, like Mike Folstad, and I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But, you know, those guys I kind of looked up out there, too. Yeah. But a lot of them are the West Coast, you know, the Denny Browers, you know, the big guys that you kind of just this kind of were fun to watch or yeah this you could tell they knew a lot you know yeah so I, d oh, thomas I was, was on my d thomas was one of my west coast heroes yeah he's still doing great i mean he's a flipping king he's still doing great talked to him a couple weeks ago but he's doing uh, well and he's always been one of those guys because uh, he laughs so much he's always fun to fish because i fished against him growing up in the west coast tournaments and a lot of those guys skeet and everybody and uh, dean they were all grew up kind of fishing against each other that's so cool. But there's a lot of those guys like D there out still out there and still still doing well. Aaron, how how close in like age and like 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 are you to say Dean and Skeet? Like were, were you guys we're, literally coming up at the same time? Like yeah, like we're all like, to like local year. opens to like the night tournaments. Yeah, we're so close that even me and John Murray had the same birthday. John Murray, that's another <laughs> one. Yeah, that's crazy. Not the same year though, right? What is it? Oh. John's older. He's older, but yeah. same date, same date. He is like ten years older though. It is very similar. The East Coast, like the way that these guys are doing it, like very similar. We have unique to like our little area here. Yeah, you know, we're we're surrounded by cities. You know. Yeah, Mm. that's how I grew up. And good food. Yeah, Aaron, I asked I uh, I asked Cody the same question. I want to ask to you, two part (laughs) question: Why Why does the West Coast put out so many good fishermen? That's the first one, and then the second one is. Why don't the West Coast guys get, like, the respect that some of the guys from the South do? And, again, I, I think it's a similarity with the East Coast, too. Like, we've got guys out here, Randall Romig, right? Like, these guys that are so good. Ed Cowan, these guys that are so good in the Northeast. But they don't have the rep that, like, guys from the South did, you know, as being, like, the guys. So why, why, are, why does the West Coast put out such good fishermen? That's the first one. Mm. It's got the densest population for acre, you know, per mile. Yeah. You know, I think probably more people on the West Coast than the East Coast. Yeah. Overall. Uh, dense. And uh, the lakes are different. Lakes are much deeper and they're a lot cleaner. Uh, you know, a lot of the lakes out there are three, 400 feet deep in the small reservoirs like Castate, Casitas, when they're full. Yeah. You know, they're getting close to 400 feet deep, small lake, 2,500 acre lake, 2,400 acres, and they're all like that. They're all so. They do fish different. They're, um, fish behave differently. I think maybe the clean water, the 
clean bottom, you know, a lot of rock content. It seems like noises travel. Fish are a little harder to catch. Like they know you kind of, they always, always fish kind of that they're scared of you. Like they know you're there. Yeah. It's always had that kind of feel to it. Like, yeah, it always kind of sneak up on them or make long casts, you know, fish different baits, you know, rattleless baits and stuff, just weird stuff. It's like they're offended by, you know, too much noise and yeah, too big of a splash. <laughs> so that makes you more of a, you know, yeah, you got to finesse fish a lot out there. You have to, which yeah. is a shame, but it's just necessary drop shotting and split shotting. Back there was, when I first started for years, it was like split shotting and, you know, little jig heads, like little dart head with ringworms and stuff. It's kind of always, fit, and it still does fish that way. Yeah. Uh, but we had, you know, it's not all like that everywhere. It's, but a lot of those lakes are like that. Yeah. Hey, before you... I forget, I want to give a shout out to the hammers. They've been, you know, Robbie, Stanford, and Tucker, you know, won this high school, right? High school, he's won like three of them. <laughs> yeah. All, all state champions. So he's been doing really good. And he's a guy, that, Tucker's a young guy that, you know, helped me get home safely. And his, his uncle, Robbie, was uh, the one that drove me home in my truck when I had that seizure. Yeah. So I wanted to put out hands out, you know, a shout out to the Hammers. We got other guys like Joe on there. And it's been a big, uh, a big help through this process. Because I can't go anywhere alone still because I'm not really safe. And I've been illegal to drive for a while, but still too much going on to really go somewhere alone. So they've been my fishing buddies, you know, like brothers to me. They they keep up with everything that's going on. That's awesome. That is awesome. That's, really good. that's awesome. Um I I wanna I wanna switch gears and we talked about West Coast legends. You mentioned a couple of them, Aaron. Mike Falkstead would be one, right? D. Thomas Dobbins. Gary Klein, there's so many of them. You're in that. Them, yeah. You're in that list as well. Um, Bob Tosh. Bob, T- <laughs> Bob, T- Bob Tosh is <laughs> kicking uh, ass out there. He is kicking butt. Bob Tosh is kicking ass. Good, out Bob there. can catch him. Good fisherman. I'm surprised it's not to our side. Bob's a hell of a fisherman. Justin Kerr. I mean, good. there's so many. This yeah. goes on and on. But I want to talk about a guy that really gets not talked about a lot anymore. And I probably I always say his name wrong. Pete corrects me every time. Rich Tobler. Am I saying his name right? <laughs> Tobler, right? Tobber. 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 Is Rich it Tobber or Tobler? Tobber. 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 Yeah. There it is. So, it's, dude. It's Tobber. the Iconelli thing to uh, add. Yeah. I, to I'm not very good <laughs> with the exact pronunciation. But, but Tobber. Rich. Rich. I'm just Tobber, say yeah. Rich Tobber. Tobber. Dude, mm-hmm. he, he's been fishing forever. I mean, that dude, I remember my first seminar I ever did. I was, like, scared. To get up in front of all these people. It's like three, four hundred people at a bash university. And Tobler's there. And he's <laughs> Tom, Tobler. Tobler. How's it? How do you say it again? Keebler. There's no L. Oh, Tobler. Tom Rich. Tobler. Rich, Tobler. Rich, Rich Tobler. So Rich is calming me down. Aaron, Rich is calming me down. He's saying he's giving me pointers. And dude, I watched his presentation and it was awesome. It was an amazing presentation. Great. Yeah, he is good. He's good at some Presentation. Good. But he's been there forever. I know you fished against him and with him for a lot of years. But there's mm-hmm. one story, Aaron, I got to hear. And I, I've heard this story told by a lot of people. I've heard, I've heard it told by people that had heard it from, from Rich, people that heard it from you, people heard it from a third party. But you were actually involved in this story, okay? <laughs> so give me the story. All I know is it was, was it Lake Mead? I can't remember. 
I think it was Lake Mead. I can't recur. I can't recur that one. Uh, it was Lake Mead, and you were. I think it was in practice. I don't even think it was a tournament, but you were running some water way up the river at Lake Mead, and you rounded this corner, and you ran into Rich. What? What the heck happened? And what was? What was that all about? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you remember? <laughs> I, I heard stories, but I, I, I wasn't the one that saw it. I've heard the story you heard, but I'm not going to say it because. I, yeah, I'm not going I, I didn't actually see what you're talking about. <laughs> this is, dude. This story. You know, like that. What's that one? The gerbil. That's uh The Jerry Pedicola story. What? Yeah, what's that guy's name? Actually? Jerry Penicola with the gerbil on his Penicoli. Penicoli. Penicoli's <laughs> in an eye. That's like one of the stories you hear. Over yeah. Here. Well, this the story Richard, that Richard I heard Gere. is Richard, more Richard epic. Richard Gere, is that what he said? It's Richard Gere, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like one of those stories. I heard it, but I wasn't sure if it was true. No uh, way. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a gerbil I heard, though. <laughs> what is going on Dude, right now? <laughs> Ah, well, let me. If Aaron's not going to so tell the story, you said the guy's name. Yeah, I don't believe it. Well, I'm just going to tell the story. There's nothing bad or... about it. <laughs> okay. There's nothing bad about it. Gerbils? All right. No, no. listen. <laughs> it's a na very natural thing. <laughs> Wait. I'm so confused. Uh, so, uh, everybody. No, I'll just tell the story. It's not a bad story. I'll just tell it. Aaron's embarrassed. I'll tell the story. <laughs> it's not a I'm embarrassed. So, I'm sweating. I'm not sure what's going to happen. It's nothing to sweat about. This is as natural as 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 going to the bathroom. Oh. I mean, this is what everybody does. Go ahead. Aaron, do you agree with that statement? Uh. <laughs> I hear this? No. <laughs> no. So I think everybody did that. So, all right, Silence so is the best option here. I'll state it. I'll state it as a rumor. The, the rumor. Leak? The rumor is is oh that God. up the river, way up the river, you know, windy, windy river, way up in the middle of nowhere. That's not right. another oh soul God. for a thousand miles. Let's come get around, it on. You come around the corner, and there's another boat there. And you know how you come around a corner, and it's like a sharp corner, so yeah. you're like right on top of the guy. So you come around the corner. There's a boat there. Oh, you come off pad. Yes. The yeah. boat comes down off pad. The wake still comes down. And you look, and there's Rich. And he's <laughs> butt-ass naked. He don't have a stitch of clothing on. Oh, my man. And and that's, <laughs> to me, that's the most natural thing in the world. So he's just fishing naked. He, he, that's Randy, he Bl comes, I know Randy Blockett does that. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He capitalized on the moment. Yeah. yeah. He capitalized on the moment. I like this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're out there in this desert lake, so I guess you could see people doing that, maybe. <laughs> you're trying to get out of tan lines. I mean, there's nothing out there. I mean, <laughs> you know, I just want to know what the point is. I don't expect I like. can really come flying around at a point at 65 miles an hour. You're going to point so fast. <laughs> I think I would. If you were going to do that, it would be the best place to do it, though, like me or have it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're watching right now, the lesson so far is if you're going to masturbate naked, do it on Lake Mead as far up the river as you can get. Um, I, I think that story, Brian, I think that story is as epic as some of the Byron Velvet stories we've heard over the years. I'm a big fan of Rich Tobler. I'm a, John, I've always <laughs> been a fan of Rich. What's well, story? I'm not really that's sure who we're talking story. about because apparently yeah. there's two riches. There's Tobber and Tobler. No, they're so. one in the same. Yeah, I think they're talking Tobler. I didn't hear it. I've never heard of Tobler before. He's gang. He's Except like, for a big <laughs> toddler. 
I like him. I do too. Go with Tobler. Go with Tobler. Go with Tobler. Uh, let me remind everybody. Uh, Anybody got his contact info? <laughs> no. Well, we can get it. I'm sure we can track it down. Oh, yeah. Uh, if I have you're it. watching it? right Wait, now, I'll ask him first. if you've got any questions or comments, if you've got a question for Aaron, please hit us up on the IM. Uh, Rich will pass it through. Rich, let's do a little IM catch up for Aaron. What do we got? That's right. Uh, uh, the guest on the message board, he, he doesn't have his name put in here, but the guest, <laughs> he knows who he is, uh, wants to know, uh, Aaron, he's setting up a fishing spot in his basement. Do you have any ex- uh, suggestions for him on ways he can set his basement up for his tackle efficiently? Beer fridge. Oh, man. <laughs> and a recycle bucket. It's all, it's all pain. I mean, I got boxes, those big containers over there. I put, you know, plenty of boxes inside those, stack them in. That pegboard's nice. You can kind of put your, like me and I did, a lot of stuff in boxes from the factory, from the companies. That makes it nice. It's like you can set it up like a store, which is probably the neatest way to do it. But it's hard. It's I do it a bunch of different ways. And uh, got, the, the Mac got, attack on the board also wants to know, is there one particular bait that you've been searching for lately that you can't seem to add to your collection? Mm. No. My own my own company did. Rialis has uh, one of these. That's a new one. I my, I love my new Squirrel. I'm being honest. It's actually Ooh. really cool. But there's a Aaron's Magic one they make. Ooh. Oh, I can I show you that one yet? I don't yeah, have it. That one. Aaron's right Magic and a crankbait. Oh, yes, I have no idea. <laughs> it's so good. Ooh. It's Aaron's Magic. Wow. I know. Oh. Even I know Aaron's Magic. I know. It's a, yeah, it's, a, it's a good color. I've been actually using it a lot. <laughs> it's, I went to order some, so I give one to Ike, and they uh, they didn't send me any. I think they're out of them in the square bill. <laughs> I wanted to give some of my buddies a, like one to try because it's actually a kind of neat color. It's unbelievable. I, that is cool. It's a great segue to one of the questions I had since we got all the baits hanging there and you mentioned <laughs> the color. Um, I, I want to know this, Aaron. You've been a lot of – a lot of pro anglers, they just, they just use what, what the sponsors give them. They use what's out there. You've been one of the guys that is, has been very cutting edge, and, and I love that because I'm, I'm the same way. Like you're tinkering, you're cutting, trimming, filing, you're customizing. So many baits over the years have been attributed to you. Even if you didn't develop them, they've been attributed to you, yeah. right? Drop shot. Fish head spin. Shit, you used a fish head spin <laughs> and almost won before anybody knew about it. Scrounger head. Scrounger head. Uh, custom colors. Uh, Aaron, scrounger head. All these. The old salt, yeah, the old saltwater scrounger is an interesting story I tell sometimes. I, the first fish over 10 pounds I caught was on a scrounger. Wow. I was young. I was, I was, catching one of those in California wasn't hard to do. <laughs> How old were you? I was trying to remember. I think I was like uh, whew, 10 pounds. I think I was like I was with Mike Brakebill, a guy who does the colors for Roboworm. I was young, probably 14-ish. Wow. But wow. the 10-pounders out there were that, at that time were nothing. Wow. <laughs> it really was nothing back then. Dang. I got the tail end of it. I got like, I don't know how many years. Like, it was crazy when I grew up fishing out there, but it was at the tail end. It was really good. From the point I started till I moved, it was pretty good. Wow. Is there? Like a, oh my gosh! So lots of temp. <laughs> Mike's phone's talking. My phone just talked. Pete, Pete, did you have a question for Aaron? Yeah, yeah, Aaron, you can, you. We talked about this. You can't you ski, be height, you. Uh, you had a powerhouse like freshman class. 
Uh, David Tony. Levy. Like, I don't know if you heard of David Levy. There's a lot of older guys. Uh, Douglas shot. I, you, don't, you don't even hear about those guys, but they're they're a good fisherman. They're, they're definitely hammers. Who who's who are who is there another class coming? Who's who on the oh, west coast? What, sure what's coming down the pike? Tougher. It's coming. I mean, look at the high school. That's got to bring some extra skill, and you know, it's going to bring more anglers. You know, it's going to be more competitive. It's not going to get easier. <laughs> yeah, I thought there might be another class out there that that you were looking at that you could like clue us in on guys out there on the west coast that are cleaning up right now. I haven't really kept up in that department of it because I don't know. I just, you know, the, the big stuff I do a little bit. Uh, I mean, this Tucker guy I've been talking about, you know, Tucker Smith, he's a, mm. he's definitely one of those guys that's going to be coming up. He's one of the three times, three, three of the college or high school fast national championships, won three of them now. I think Bob Tosh had a baby. Did he? Yeah. He did. <laughs> Wow, congrats to Bob Tosh. Congrats. Yeah. Actually, I'm not really sure. Oh. <laughs> but if he did, <laughs> if he did, he's probably the one to watch. <laughs> the baby pattern. The baby. Uh, yeah, Pete, you, you brought up an interesting fact, and I had a note about this. And, and um, the year that I turned pro, which was 1999, same year as Aaron, same year as Edwin Evers, mm. same year as Tim Horton, and a year before that, Ish Monroe and Skeet Reese in '98. Oh, Ish was before you. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's an incredible little group of guys that, that came up the same time. The same yeah, time. Skeet. That's awesome. The same time. No, I wonder. I, I mean, if you look back at the stats of that, how many AOYs and combined classics are there a, across yeah. bass and FLW <clears throat> and MLF? That's insane. And PFL. And another. PFL. Another. Yeah. Another thing. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, the one the one classic I did miss in all the years I fished and I made a lot of them, except for one, and that was the one that Ike won. Oh, I wasn't nice. at that one. That was an epic one too. I missed that one. Were we at the Mardi Gras? Did we go down there? <laughs> Very young. We were there. I wasn't fishing that. I was working that one. You were working Crown but, Royal that year. Yeah. So I was busy. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. I didn't drink a lot of Crown Royal though. That's a funny sponsor. That's what got me on the road. That's what made me made it able for me to get on the road quicker. And it would have been tough, you know. That's why it's so tough for West Coast guys to make it. Either I got to win a lot of money or get the right sponsors, and it's tough, a lot of money. Yeah, but yeah. I never drank the stuff. It's funny. That's my that was my first real big sponsor. I'll drink it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's gonna drink it. Uh, Aaron, I yeah, wanted to get back lot. to the bait thing. Out of all those baits you were involved in, and you're involved in some now. <laughs> Right, you're doing stuff with Picasso, oh, yeah. Realis right now. Is there one that stands out that was your favorite bait to be involved in, your favorite innovation, or your favorite one to bring to the public? I mean, I did a square bill. I know you have too. That's been a good one. Uh, that's worked really well. This big, big dude right here. I kind of had a lot to do with. Yeah, the interior. That's a, like a one ounce Ooh. lipless. Is that the one hundred? Uh huh. Okay. Apex. That's mine. But that's uh, I just kind of took what they had and just kind of played with it. It's kind of cool. I'm sure I can even know what that's like. Oh yeah, and uh, lots of stuff like uh, like we're having. Uh, I'm trying to think. We always got some new stuff coming out. But my favorite, I got some new stuff coming out. Uh, even it's like a plain old jig. I got a new jig. It's coming from Picasso, and uh, we're changing the rhino head a little bit. It's my shaky head, and we got the new spinnerbait. The, uh, Hog Sancher series, which I thank Zona for that because Zona came up with that phrase or that 
kind of nickname, but uh, the Hog Snatcher. Hog Snatcher series. So we have a new series with Picasso, and they've been really good. And it's worked together, Picasso and Reales, which I'm really happy for. Yeah, happy for a lot. It makes something like that work, and it's pretty awesome. What kind of but jig no, with Picasso, Aaron? It's like a, like a flipping jig. Okay. Titanium weed guard, so that makes it different. And it's kind of a cool shape. I was listening to you on straight on stray cast. You were talking about how you were hating on the Alabama rig. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to do it. <laughs> you, now, I'm glad. Yeah, you, well, you were your your comments were that you like sure. it was unfair, it was too easy, the Alabama rig. Uh, and yeah. um my my question for Next you. <laughs> Sorry, I haven't let you grab a hook. No, the, the single what, hook. What's he, what's he hunting an Alabama rig? Yeah, right I think there? <laughs> I was going to show you some after you get done. Talk, um, <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to look at the hog it's snatcher far, Alabama rig here. I was going to show him that hook. I forgot. The, the, the coolest thing I've uh, kind of, because I kind of made a few things like this hook. <laughs> <laughs> That was actually, I don't know if Ike probably knows. That was me and, you know, uh, that was me and, uh, kind of, that's kind of my design was that, just that original offset heavy cover hook. Yeah. Made, made that was with the Bub Tosh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, not Bub, but <laughs> <laughs> Reaction Innovations. Uh, uh, Andre, Andre, me and Andre. Oh, Andre. Andre. Crazy Andre. Andre. Andre took that hook and had it made by Gummy, but I got a new one. I was wanting to show you, but Leslie can't find it, I don't think. I want to show you this one though. It's, it's my. It's a cool thing I've kind of developed in a long time. Hold on a second. <laughs> that was the BMF hook. Yeah. Right, Mike? That that start that hook started oh, the flipping. This is cool. Straight chain. I like this one. You gotta try yeah. this. That was a you good hook, try this. dude. Yeah. I had the metal. Oh, this one. That was a good hook. The, the welded metal yeah. keeper on it. Yeah. This, make it this bigger one. So we can see. Let me see. Let me see. Hold hold it up, Aaron. Hold it up. There you this go. This is like a. It's a handshake, and that's brain surgery. <laughs> It's like a, you can see it. It's like a key. It's got, a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's like a, you know, it's a, gosh dang it. A trailer, trailer hook. hook. It's a trailer hook. And I like right. that thing. But it, it's, you can use it on a shock blade because of the eye bend on it, which is a surprise to me. I actually designed it to uh, keep the hook from kind of going under itself. I know how your trailer, typical trailer hook, like when you, you pull on the hook, it kind of opens up. Kind of like when you pull on a trailer hook, it kind of wants to open. Yeah. Like a traditional round bend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This one right there, when you pull on it, it always wants to push in. So whatever it does, it's always wanting to pull the hook, to, the point of the hook towards the center of the hook. So it's always, it never opens up at all. So I've actually, every, I haven't lost a fish on that hook. It's crazy. And they're putting them on the, like the shock blades and the chatter baits because the hook doesn't turn around and catch itself. So like on spinner baits and buzz baits when you cast or, hit a branch or something you actually fish it in brush now like i don't usually fish trailer hook but i'm fine with this one you can actually the hook stays like vertical with the other hook it doesn't turn so it keeps it from turning the way that the bend works it's pretty cool it actually was one of my cooler things i've actually kind of developed because it actually was it worked like better than my it worked better than i expected really wow and what's what, what's the name of that hook aaron it's uh the, it's g power but it's uh gamagasu g power now i have g finesse so yeah that's it Ooh. We're actually coming out with a new drop shot hook. It's going to be really cool, too. I'm actually trying to change that. So that's, but it is really, this thing is, it is cool. It, it, you can actually put it on baits you can't really fish a trailer hook on because it doesn't turn. I wish Ooh. I could show you how it really works, but it is pretty neat. I got to get some. I had to think for a minute because that's my, that was my favorite thing this year because I, it's been working so well as far as catching them on it. 
but they don't get off of it. Aaron, when, when you see other guys take these techniques and colors and products and like use them with success, does it make you, are you proud of that? Are you happy or are you like pissed off about it? <laughs> no, I'm happy for him. Like, yeah. you know, and, I mean, some of the ideas I was trying to, you know, some of them, you, I know you've gone through it where you were thinking about it. And you just yeah. didn't get anybody moving on it. And then somebody, you know, a year or two later comes out with it and you're like, oh, dang it. <laughs> and you show him, you're like, I told you. <laughs> I've had some of those, but, you know, John Cruz had one. I was happy for him. Yeah. There's some stuff. You see guys come up, but you know how we are. We're, we're like, oh, why didn't I think of that? Or, yeah. Or that's a cool idea. I don't get mad. I just think, you know, oh, I, I wish I had thought of that. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm always I'm always flattered. You know, I'm always yeah. flattered when I see somebody using a bait that I've designed or a color or whatever. Yeah. I'm flattered. But I, I do have to tell you, I'm going to come clean right now. First time I'm telling a story. But, Aaron, I can't think of a better time to come clean with you on the line. <laughs> so I work with Berkeley every year, and we work with designing new colors. And, you know, some of the color design process, you know, Aaron, you know, is stuff that, you've come up with on your own it's ideas that are totally 100 percent new right it's mm -hmm. like a dream you've had or it's something <laughs> that wasn't out there but sometimes you use a color that's so damn good you have to you know you like you go to the company you're working with and you're like man you gotta make this color right you're like this <laughs> thing is just unbelievable okay so yeah i'm i got and i'm being honest with you on this one it's a great color so yeah, about three or about four years ago, four or five years ago, I went to Berkeley and I said, "You've got to make me Aaron's magic and in, in some finesse worms." I said, "You have to make this color for me." I said, "Listen to Kevin, me, I mean, Van Dam's got it." Yeah, I said, "Look, I'm using this color in Robos. If you don't make it, I got to keep using a Robo worm." <laughs> so I sent him, I sent him your worm, Aaron. I sent him your color, and I sent it through mail. And I shipped it to Spirit Lake, and they undid it, and they get it, and they, they duplicate it. And then I got my sample back, and they, and they sent me an email. I said, your, your, your uh, Aaron's Magic sample's in the mail. I said, okay, got it. I'm so excited because I'm like, finally, finally, I'm going to be able to use Aaron's color <laughs> in my Berkeley baits. And I undo this envelope, and I look at it. And it's totally fucking wrong. <laughs> it's so wrong. Aaron, it's it doesn't look anything like your worm. But I'm looking at it and it's like dark blue on the one side and it's like got a black tone to the back and it's a little green sort of vein in it and it's got these red flakes and I'm like, "Damn." <laughs> I'm like, "This is a pretty badass color." I'm like, "Let's do this color and call it Ike's magic. So I got to give you credit for that, Aaron, yeah. for helping me come up with this color. Dirty dog. <laughs> that was dude. it was an accident color, but Dirty. It, cool. you know it was. I'm not offended by that. So now I'm still using your worm in Robo. So <laughs> <laughs> you know how. Oh, All right, so Aaron. I've got um, we've got a special guest that's uh, going to chime in with us, and this is. Hasn't been announced. Nobody knows this. Uh, Brian Carpenter helped put this together. And we're going to get a special guest to come in and sit with us on this interview. And uh, it, it may be a minute or it may be, I think we've got him now. Joining us now via Zoom here with uh, Pete and Aaron on the Zoom machine. We've hey, got, 
Maybe. 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 Oh, maybe. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Do like a five minute drum roll. Uh, five Come minute on, drum roll. Just keep saying uh, words. Uh, I'll call him if he's not there. I'll get a hold on. This may he? be. Uh, <laughs> oh, my. All right. Hold on. He's not on yet. Uh, of course. He's not on yet. Okay. This is a mistake. Hold on. We're going to get him on in a second. All right. Why <laughs> wouldn't be Ike Live if it went smoothly? It would. Why That's we're right. waiting, Aaron, why we're waiting for this mystery guest? Uh, Riz, let's do a couple more there we go. IMs. What do we got? Oh, and. Oh, wait, oh, wait a minute. Space. Wait a minute. Hey, what's up? Wait a minute. Now we've got is. him Aaron? joining us. The mystery guest. Here? You know him. I, I know I you know him. who it is. I know who he is. David Mullins <laughs> joining us hey. like live. What's up, man? What's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you doing? Can you see all of them? I'm doing great. <laughs> doing great. I, I had to be on since my boy Aaron was going to be on ah. here. Dude, I, 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 I got to tell you, I, I love this Zoom. I'm looking yeah. at the zoomed. I'm looking at the three box right now. Brian, put the three box on that I'm looking looks at. Looks like Brady Bunch. Dude, it looks like the Brady Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Do all three of you guys know the theme song to the Brady Bunch? Please give it, give it to Pull us. Pull it up, Brian. Come on, Pete, start it up. I know you're from the '70s. You know the Brady Bunch. Come on. <laughs> Here's the story. No <laughs> <Randy> Peter. <laughs> something and his wife. Something, something, something. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not it? You went to like the Jetsons. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, I love it. I love Zoom. Uh, Dave, how you doing, man? I I want to say first of all, what a freaking year over at Bass. Congratulations, dude! What a great season. Yeah, I, I, great year. I watched great year. you all year. You just you kicked ass. What a, what a great season, man! Thank you, bro. Yeah, it was a uh, definitely a blessed year. We we almost pulled it out, but it. Uh, Still good to have a good season. It, it was it was awesome to watch it. You know, one of the cool things about fishing Major League Fishing is when we're competing, we're all into what we're doing. But whenever there's a Bassmaster event, it's nice because I get to watch it. You know, like back in the day, you could never, you know, watch it as it went down. You know, and I, I've become like a rebirth of a fan of the sport <laughs> getting to watch this, you know. And I'm uh, hooked. Like, I'm on the edge of my seat every time I'm watching these things. It was it was awesome, man. Well, thank you. Yeah, we've uh, especially when you're there, buddy. Yeah, especially uh, when I saw you were doing good, I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we all pull you pull for you, David. Yeah, thanks, man. I had so many text messages, former guys and just <laughs> friends. It was a, it was cool yeah. for that support. Yeah. Now he's a good I, guy. Everybody likes you. Now I want to <laughs> I I want to put you on the spot, Mr. Mullins. Yeah. Um, okay. There's, I had heard this before, and Brian has this in the notes. There's a big tie-in to you fishing professionally and Aaron. Tell that, yeah. sto tell that story to everybody, because I think this is, a, this is a great story. I get That's the reason I'm on. So, uh, you know, I'm 18-year-old. I'm I just graduated high school. I might have been in high school, and, uh, um, you know, I'm sitting there every – Ever went at, whenever watching TNN Outdoors and Ray Scott and you know I'd always watch bass fishing, love bass fishing, but never uh, never thought you know ever had the opportunity to do this. And uh, let's see, when I was eighteen, I'm like uh, back then we used to just bass fish at night all the time, and all summer we would start in like March and fish all the way to like November, and we just night fish with black lights all the time. And I remember I was uh, it was like April, and I I was uh, I had like a 17 foot bass tracker and we had fished all night. And again, as far as the tour goes, I didn't know any tour guys at that time. It just, uh, 
we just watch TV show and, you know, whatever else we could, uh, we'd get our hands on that had bass fishing. But I remember it was, it was breaking daylight and this was probably the earliest Aaron ever got to the rim because <laughs> with me and him room together, he never got there this early, but it's Especially breaking daylight and we're pulling up the ramp. All of a sudden I'm hearing this blaring techno music and I'm from East Tennessee. <laughs> I don't even know what techno music is at this point. And I see this, this, this purple, purple crown Royal boat and truck pulls down beside me as I'm hooking my stuff up and, and then out jumps this little skinny Aaron Martins guy. And I didn't know who Aaron Martins was. And, you know, this is the cool thing about Aaron and it's something I struggle with, but Aaron, like Aaron's the same to everybody, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, I struggle with that cause I'm more like, I like to be by myself a lot of times. Don't like to be out in the spotlight, whatever else, but, you know, Aaron just always Aaron and uh, end up talking to him at the ramp. And he said he was Aaron Martin. He was pre-fishing for a uh, the, the Mega Bucks on Douglas. And uh, so I got to talk to him, got his number. I said, man, if you ever want to go sometime uh, while you're practicing. And, you know, back then there wasn't any off limits as far as that goes. And, you know, Aaron being Aaron, you know, yeah, bro, if you want to go one day, we go. And, you know, I told him we, we caught the heck out of him all night. And, uh one thing led to another, like two days later, me and him end up going to Douglas and we catch a bunch of fish and, you know, I got to know Aaron and, and, you know, you look at things in your life that was put there for a reason. And I, I get choked up talking about this man, but Aaron, Aaron was definitely that for me. And, uh, so we go fishing, whatever else we become friends. You know, I got to travel with him to a couple of FLW events that, that he was fishing and got to practice with him, got to be at the his house. He invited me down to his house at uh, at Lay Lake when he finished second in the uh, the classic. And, uh, you know, we just become friends and stayed in touch over the years. And I remember uh, back in, I got to fish in a lot of local stuff as far as uh, a lot of local tournaments and uh, uh, started getting good at fishing locally and, and, uh, on some angler years and some bigger trails that we have at home that a lot of the hammers fish. And, uh, I remember like, I don't know what it was, 12, 13, whatever the, uh, the elite series was going to come to Douglas. And I just want a boat on Douglas. And I'm like, Aaron, if you want to come up and you know, I'll show you what I know. And, you know, we can get to fish again. Cause it's been several years, at, uh, since I fished and with him and, you know, he comes up in like November, one of the best days I've ever had on Douglas. We end up crushing them. And, uh, and he comes back up again right before it went off limits and crushed him again. And, like, I can't remember what December. that was. Maybe the first, first of May or something, you know. Was that December where he caught He smashed a big smallmouth. Catch yeah. him on a three-quarter of one ounce. Uh, back then it was a scrounger, but now it's a sujin. Yeah, yeah. Ended up crushing him then. And so, you know, <laughs> ha halfway through the day, Douglas, you know, he looked at me and said, dude, if you ever wanted to do this for a living, he said, I think you can do it. And you know, dude, I, I, me being blue collar, never thought we could, never thought I could be a bass fisherman. Thought, always thought I could as far as like fishing ability, but never thought I'd have the opportunity to do. And uh, again, I'll probably get choked up talking about it, but, and everything happens for a reason. But uh, they announced, you know, Aaron went on to finish like second or third in the, in the Douglas tournament there, but they announced the schedule for the bass opens like uh, that fall. And so I'm like, the second tournament of that bass opens on Douglas. So I call Aaron. I'm like, Hey man, you want to, you want to <laughs> travel and see if I can make it. And you know, Aaron being Aaron, dude, uh, let me stay with him. 
And the first year I tried it, you know, end up qualifying. And, uh, you know, for three years, he, uh, him and Leslie let me, you know, room with him and took care of me and, you know, got me started in, in my career. So that's my, that's my AMART wow. story. It's a great, it's, it's a great, great story. That's a great story. And, yeah, he's and never, he hasn't changed either. David's, how he's seeing now, it's how he's always been. That's you're killing me, Dave. <laughs> it's, it's a great Good story. And, and you know what? Here, here's the thing, too. How many people, Aaron, have you touched and, and caused to go to the next level, right? Whether it's not just in fishing, you know, but in other things. That's awesome. You know, that's awesome to know that, you know, you've affected people's lives like that. Such a such a cool thing, such a cool mm-hmm. story, you know. It is. It's amazing. Yeah, and again, you know, Aaron's Aaron's Aaron, and Aaron's <laughs> an open book, and he's a, you know, he's the same to everybody, and that's the way we should all strive to be. Even though, you know, like I said, a lot of times it's hard for me to like go approach people or talk to people because I like being, you know, back. But it's the way he's always been. Yeah. Well, thanks, David. I need to go fishing, though. We haven't been fishing. It's been too long. I know that. I hear you. I agree. Maybe I'll dry it. Aaron, it's been too long since we fished. Do you remember last I know. Time it has been together? long. Uh, Lake Amistad. That's how long ago it was. Amistad? Back when Lake Amistad was good. <laughs> yeah. That was like in the beginning of Amistad for that's us. a long time. I can't time remember. Ago. That was where we fished again. That's where we fished. It's we been fished, a long time. We had a Man. nice full day of fishing out Lake Amistad. It was really yeah. It was awesome. You got to fish with Aaron? I got to fish with Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> really? I remember that. What was the event? I just can't remember. It was Amistad. I can't remember. I was trying to think because I knew we fished together. I was trying to remember. Yeah, we were there Funny. for a bass event, and it was I think yeah. it was like after the tournament was over. Like we were still there for some reason. I yeah, can't remember we had time why. in between something. Probably had time or yeah. something like that, yeah. But I think we both had like okay tournaments, and then we went out yeah. and like caught more than we caught in the whole <laughs> tournament practice you know we were just fun fishing uh, yeah you know? i wouldn't care about the catch it's, it's the experience oh, yeah. getting to fish with aaron because he's just on yeah the, just oh that place is so good it was, it was unbelievable i must it was it was unbelievable i i it was i, I want to hit you with a question aaron real quick and i'm I don't glad know if david's ever been there when it was that good i don't know if, that, that was interesting question that was the heyday of it he loves cranking i love cranking too but he's a crank master and that place was like a cranker crank man's heavy you know it's just all the Offshore flats with the wood is oh, so much. It was so much fun. Three to five pounders, right? That's what you caught all day. All day. <laughs> all day. It's not like that anymore. It stinks. No, the good old days. Aaron, I want to hit you yeah. with one real important question. This is a big one. And this is for me. This is for David. This is for a lot of our viewers watching. And it is, how do you, how do you deal with, how do you handle not, getting the result you want like for me and you we've both had a lot of second place finishes you've had some you've had a lot i've had a lot i've lost them by eight ounces by three Uh, ounces i think i missed the classic by four ounces yeah david you came (laughs) super close to aoy this year same Uh, thing right i want to hear it from you because uh, how do you handle that because in my for me and my life the, one of my downfalls is I cannot – I suck at failure and disappointment. Yes. I'm terrible at handling that. How have you handled it in your career, Aaron? Uh, well, I've always been a Christian. Not as good as the ones I am now, but <laughs> I always would pray for – you know, 
relief, but you know, like when you go through that miserableness, sometimes yeah. it's like this the classics and stuff. Like I got four seconds, but a couple of them hurt real bad. Yeah. It took like, you know, five days. I wouldn't I wouldn't freak out. I just it just hurt for a long time. And maybe I should have freaked out and broke a tree or something with my head. <laughs> I've done that. I just I've done that. I've kind of tried to think of happy thoughts, but it just hurts, man. I like those classics. Like I shouldn't have bounced that fish, or I shouldn't have. I should have weighed that fish, and that was probably a keeper that last day. And it's like your, all that goes through your head, and it's hard not to. Yeah, <laughs> it's a five hundred thousand dollar tournament. It's a yeah. classic. So big something big like that is tough. Yeah. Now, now it's a little easier because I have more serious things on my mind. But yeah, before it was, uh, yeah, I haven't. I don't get upset anymore. I just tell myself it's all for fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it should be. It should be. That's what I first started it for, and uh, I still love fishing, and I love competition. So it's best of both. Yeah, that's the thing. I I always try to remind myself why I started fishing, mm-hmm. you know, and and that's why like fun fishing days are so good, you know, because you get it. And even if you're not bass fishing, right? You're crappie fishing, you're trout fishing, yeah. you're catching catfish. It reminds that's, me yeah. of why I why i fish in the first place you know i admire their ability to to let things go like so i talked to to today i talked to dave yesterday and i I, you know i said dave man who's you know and i i really like dave and big fan of him and and he says you know it just wasn't meant to be right so so, you know what do you mean by that he says well you know six times on lake fork i had the fish on to win it and it got off you know everybody loses fish but i don't lose fish like that yeah, mm-hmm. and he's just like six times he had that fish on and it got off. So frustrating. And he just is like, wasn't meant to be. Yeah, I wish I, guess, I could be like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Because me, that, I'm like, I know how that's he think, Let's ask him. He he thinks uh, what what this is why I started thinking the last ten years. Is so it's like what and I think money like Folstad or D or something. I was talking to be like what what does it do good for you to react to it. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's kind of what I always think. It's like I lose a big fish and it costs me. And I, lately I've been just, well, even before I knew I had tumors in my head, I would kind of just like chill about it. try to just relax about it and think it's, that didn't help to get mad. So I just kind of stay yeah. calmer that way. Yeah. Now it's really all for fun. <laughs> I don't get mad at all. I got to have happy thoughts at this point. Yeah. So happy thoughts help. Perspective. Happy plays. Yeah. It's a good, good, good lesson. Good lesson, you know. Hey, Dave, after traveling with Aaron for all those years, I mean, Aaron's special. What What did you learn from him? Like, is there is what What does he do that that makes him special? Makes him different? Uh, did would you pick up all those years? Man, I tell you, uh, the people I, I've heard that a lot of times, like, what did you learn from Aaron? And, and as far as fishing with Aaron, like. Dude, it, it. I mean, honestly, it's hard to learn from Aaron fishing because he does stuff on the water that I would normally not do. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> why, why, would now, make, why would you make that cast and catch a four pounder? I would. I'd be like, I would never have done that. And that's like, uh, there's just so many things I can. You know, the times we fished together, that he would do something like that and catch fish, and it's be like, I don't. I don't know if I would have ever made that cast or or did that. And he's just a, he's just a different thinker now as far as. What I probably learned the most from him is is, is pep- preparation, and uh, you know I, I've seen dude, I've I've tell funny stories all the time. I've I've seen him with a 
with a chatterbait blade out there or a spinnerbait blade. And he would get so mad at me because I would get done with my tackle within like an hour and a half. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and this is like 10 o'clock and I'm, I'm spent. I'm like, I, I get tired. I'm like ready to go to bed. And I would look out there at like 10 o'clock and he would be <laughs> old chatterbait blade and he would be looking at it. And I would look out there 30 minutes later and he would still be looking at the same chatterbait. <laughs> you know, and, and just getting, and just, his preparation is probably second to none as far as he works on tackle as hard as anybody I've ever seen. And, uh, that's one thing that I I probably took from him more than anything is just being prepared and, and, uh, you know, not, not letting, not letting yourself be beat by not having everything ready. Yeah. I'm proud. I want to say something too. I'm proud to be in a category with Aaron with two things. You are. One tackle preparation. I am. I'm exactly like you, Aaron. I. I. I'm dedicated to it. I'm over the top. Um, ADD tackle prep. <laughs> the other thing that we share is we're both always late to the meetings. <laughs> Pre-COVID, when Bass and MLF had their meetings, me and Aaron were always the last ones to the meetings. Nice. Always the last ones. <laughs> So I'm very proud to be in the late category with you. You got to take advantage of every minute you got. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we're always late. It was. You guys always had the lights on the latest in the camper. Right? Oh, yeah. Two lights on the latest. Yeah. And it got so bad when we were at Bass. I don't know if you remember this, Aaron, but Trip and Chuck <laughs> and those guys, they would bet. Every meeting, they would put five every all of them would put five dollars in a hat <laughs> on which one of us would be late. That's awesome. Uh, that's how bad it got. That, that's I heard odds. I heard a stunt I didn't know it was like that. <laughs> it was that bad. It was that wow. bad. I it's may funny. have had, I may have had a few speeding tickets over the years trying to get to those <laughs> meetings. <laughs> Virtual meetings I, are I, the best thing that could ever happen. I know. I remember Amen. when we traveled together, it was always, we were always waiting on you, Mike. Always. Like there were, the whole group of us were getting ready to go to the meeting and, and you had more, you, you had one more thing to do one, always one more thing to do. And we just get in there by two seconds. But Dave, I had the same experience when mm-hmm. I traveled with Mike and we roomed together. It was, I'd exhaust myself and I thought I had prepared so diligently and Mike always had the lights on, the TV on, and his dinner waiting. He wouldn't even eat, you know. And he'd be, you'd be working on your tackle at least an hour or two into the night. At least. I don't even know because I was out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you'd keep working. You'd keep preparing deep, deep into the night. So it's interesting you guys share that. That was part of my strategy, Pete, because you talked in your sleep and you would talk about the pattern that you were going to fish the next day. And I would just listen. Like, you know, Pete's, he's got, you know, he's always tossing and turning. He's like, I'm flipping bushes, flipping bushes, six foot of water. Got to get that weight in the thick, thick part of the bush. He'd be tossing and turning. Pete, I would always, just, Pete always I would, says he has his best tournaments when he can't sleep. The that's night right. Before. That's so right. He's tossing yeah. and turning. He's tossing and turning. Yeah. It's, it's my roommate's not, not pirating my patterns. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to actually room with Pete on a lot of the, the recent, like, uh, I, I, I cast in classic trips, and, dude, it's so great. Yeah. When yeah. he has those middle of the night, oh, yeah. Yeah, punching the pillow kind of outbursts. <laughs> They're great. They're I'm great. sorry. Dude, he's the sweetest yeah. guy in the world, and then in the middle of the night, he works it all out. 
<laughs> and then the next morning, he's sweet again. <laughs> that's what Talbert was trying to do. He's trying to work it out. Just working out, man. Everybody's working out. Uh, I didn't say that. Aaron, give give uh, give David a piece of advice for next year fishing bass. Uh, going to go back next year. I have a, I have a good feeling you're going to go back and, and he loves get fishing. That AO, like, get that AOY. Give him a piece of advice for next he's year. He's a true. He's a true angler. He loves fishing. Don't stop loving it. He already knows that. And then. Don't fight your instincts. That's what I've done when I've done bad is fight yeah. my instincts. And David's got them. He loves fishing. He loves the sport. And he knows a lot, actually. He's been around. He's been doing it for a while now. And he's got instincts. And that's, I think, important when you're doing good. Just try to keep you know that momentum going. Yeah. He's fine. <laughs> he might just be that much better next year and get the AOI. Just, you know, he might be on a roll here. You just can't tell. Fishing's weird about that. You know, it just goes back and forth sometimes, but. Yeah, David's been doing really well. So you heard it here first. He's going to win anyway. I heard year. that all, all the sports bookies all over the country are putting money down. Bet on David now. <laughs> I love it. Well, when somebody that's won AOY three times says you're going to win AOY, that's a pretty good sign. Three times. Three times. That's a pretty good sign. That's a pretty good sign. That's amazing. Well, he has a lot more uh, competence in my ability than I do at times. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I like the boost. I appreciate the boost. That's awesome. Yeah, you got it. That's awesome. It is a pain to tackle, though. That's a hard thing. That's the hardest thing in the sports, definitely, keeping your tackle up, keeping everything you might need for certain occasions. Certain times of year is tough, and it's really tough on the LMF guys because you don't know where you're fishing most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's always a guessing game. Oh my gosh! You got to have everything, really. I know how we are. We pretty much carry way too much stuff. <laughs> Overpacking for everything. I everything yeah. I got. Yeah, I have more in my boat than on some my wall usually. <laughs> <laughs> way too much. Yeah. You never yeah. know when you run into a lake that's got those pick rollers, pike in it. <laughs> South Jersey Lake. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, they're all over up there. Not, yeah. Toothy There's a few critters. of those this year. Yeah. Toothy critters. Uh, we don't have those in Alabama, I don't think. Things are pain on the air. There's no pickerel in Alabama? <laughs> Just mudfish. I think there are, but we don't catch a lot of them. We have some, they I don't call, catch mudfish. They call them jack. As you, get, yeah. as you get down further, they call them jacks. Yeah, jack. Mm, mudfish I don't see them a lot. I don't pickle. catch them a lot here. Yeah. I think we actually do have them in some areas. Just don't catch them. Not like the other, other places we've been. Feel bad for those people out there, North. <laughs> <laughs> Take you on a yeah, but I had a really good your lifetime. I had a really good cheesesteak yeah. today, so <laughs> that I'm sounds holding good. on to that. Or a lobster roll sounds good too. Oh yeah, cheesesteak and yeah. lobster roll. Yeah. Oh, they overrule the pickerel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it's what we got to do. Right. Yeah. We got pickles. I, Mike, I had a slice and then the cheesesteak. A oh, slice and a cheesesteak. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they were both on point. So. Pickerel egg and cheese. Yeah. Pickerel egg and cheese. <laughs> Pickerel right. egg and cheese. Um, real quick, Aaron, before we let you go, I do want you to talk about one other thing, and I and I want to uh, put put this in focus is. How important has Leslie been in your career and in your life? I know a lot of guys talk about their wife, or their, their business partner, their drivers, their friend. There's so many more things than, than just a wife. How important has Leslie been for you in your career? Uh, can't say enough. <laughs> uh, I recently called my little angel because, I mean, I 
don't know how good I'd be doing if it wasn't for her. She's, you know, found a lot of stuff I've been taking for the fight with this cancer. So I've been feeling awesome. And a lot of it's from her, I'm pretty sure. And God, but uh, as far as fishing goes, she's been taking a lot of the burden, you know, the paperwork, the helping my sponsors out, keep me on track. Yeah. And that's a huge part of the job. I know a lot of the fishermen do that and their tackle and their fishing job. I don't know how they do it all, but I know Becky, I know it probably helps a lot. It's, yeah, I mean, the mental challenges you go through in fishing, that's maybe that's why I've taken some of my hard tournaments well it's because of her. But yeah, I think it's really good to find somebody that understands. And uh, when I first met her, I told her I fished, I think I, I think I may have told her I fished for a living or, or fished a lot. <laughs> I let her know early. <laughs> what you got to do, what you got to do if you're a, you know, a guy or a girl, you know, I mean, you start dating somebody, you got to let them know what you do. It's, it's tough. But uh, she was good with it. Maybe it works. She's, it's been awesome. Yeah. It's been yeah. an adventure for sure. Yeah. She, she, was, she was also awesome to me because my first couple of years I'm broke. So she cooked uh, breakfast for us for the lake, yeah. the peanut butter sandwiches at noon. Oh, so yeah. without her, I would have probably, probably starved because I had no excess money to fish on. So, she's yeah, awesome she was cook. a big help to me as well. Yeah, wow. she's known for her cooking. She like come, she cooks here at the house, and a lot of people just come over here to, I think, eat the food. <laughs> <laughs> no, she is. She, no, I to come here for that's part of the reason she does cook. I'm really fortunate in that department. She's uh, she's been great. Uh, yeah, you, you guys uh, have been friends the entire time we've been on tour, and I know she's uh, she's the backbone for you and your career. Oh so yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, we've been, you know, we've been close, you know, you and Becky, we've been right next to each other many times. So, yeah, she's been a huge help. Yeah. For for me, Leslie, like, is the one that I watched when, because you guys had kids before we did, and here we are out on the road, and then we ended up in campgrounds, and I'm like, how am I going to pull this off? And it was Leslie and a handful of the other wives that I watched. I'm like... Look at them just lugging babies around through campgrounds, doing laundry, like launching husbands. I'm like, I got this. Yeah. That's, I just need to be just like them. And right. then Leslie. Lugging babies, was, launching husbands. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's a strong court. But, but strong yeah, court. I mean, because you have to have those people that you look up to. I mean, like yeah. you guys do in mm-hmm. fishing, when you're, you know, a wife and you come out on the road, it's intimidating because. Yeah. It, yeah. Like no one, no one teaches you. Okay, this is what you do. Yeah. Like out here. Yeah. So it's nice to have wives that yeah. kind of show you those ropes. Yeah. Yeah. Strong, strong, strong wives too. Because the interesting thing is, I've heard so many times, like some some of the wives that are intimidating, and and Becky's name and Leslie's name always <laughs> come up in that. Yeah, but it's because, Leslie, we're intimidating. Yeah, you guys are intimidating. <laughs> but, but it's because you're strong. You're strong women, you know? So it's intimidating. Strong and smart. Bosses. Yeah, it's good. We're gaining Bosses. viewers right now, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're getting viewers. Well, um, yeah, we're cutting that out. I uh, know. Uh, Aaron, uh, Dave, I, I can't thank you guys for coming on uh, enough. And what, a, what an amazing story. What a great inspiration, Aaron, to a lot of people. Um, changed people's lives for sure. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's so good to hear the stories. It's so good to hear, you know, the, the motivation. Can't thank you enough for coming on tonight and spending some time with us, Aaron. I'm glad to be here. I want to say I know a lot of people have been thinking and praying for me, and I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, I love seeing 
David doing good. He's like a super, one of my uh, fishmen out there. Just like, like I said, he loves fishing. He's the same as he's always been. Keep it up, David. Now I just want to say hi and thanks for having me, Mike. And I uh, love all you guys. And uh, yeah, we'll let you know what goes on next. You might want to have us on show again. I'm, uh, we're supposed to go on a backpacking trip actually in a few days. Nice. I'm looking for, actually with the whole family this time, the kids. So we're maybe all the four of us will go this time. That's awesome. So, yeah, that's fun. That's maybe awesome. all of us can go one time. That's actually really fun. Backpacking. That's how I kind of grew up was backpacking. But yeah, again, thanks for having me, and uh, thanks for all the prayers. Love you guys. And David, we'll talk soon. All right, bro. Love you, man. Love you too, bro. There you go. Peace. Love you, Aaron. Thank you. Aaron love Martin's, you. David Mullins, everybody. Love you out there. Two awesome anglers, two awesome guys. Yes. Man, what a great story. Dude, I am so glad, Brian, you got David Mullins on this show to tell that story. Thank you, Dave. Dude, thank you. Thank you, thank you. How powerful that is. And uh, it's it's hard to imagine how many people that Aaron's touched in that way and in some ways changed their lives. I mean, it's, it's incredible, you know? I mean, think think about that. That's it's it's crazy. Aaron, Aaron's special that way, and everybody that has ever met him, I, I I don't know. My experience with him is, you know, he just makes you feel special. He just has a way about him, and he's uh, he's a, just a tremendous individual. And um, you know, I remember meeting him, and and just like instantly. You know, I felt comfortable like we were friends, you know, just yeah. right away. He's got he's got that about him. And I just I just want him to know that that our thoughts and prayers are, are with him as he as he battles this battle that he's yeah. doing. And I'm, I'm super psyched. I love his attitude. Uh, his positivity is is just contagious. Yeah. And it's something we can all aspire, you know, to have in every single day of life, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I just. uh yeah, just it was awesome. Awesome interview. Awesome, you know. Thanks for Dave and sharing that story, man. It's that's pretty powerful stuff. Yeah, great, great story. Great story. How important he's been to so many people. Aaron's like my dog Quincy. He doesn't have a bad bone in his entire body. That's a fact. Mm. That's the serious thing. Like, ain't that the truth? You, I, I mean, I, I like look in the mirror and sometimes, and I'm like, I'm a dick, and I am. I absolutely admit <laughs> it. I have bad days. I'm a dick a lot. I'm pissed off a lot, but Aaron is Same. like, Aaron does not have a bad bone in his body. Nope. And, and no. it's, it's very, very rare, rare quality to have that, to be a genuinely amazing, good human being, you know? Yeah. Yep. Very rare, very rare quality. Yeah, he's and one of those people chill. who gives off that energy. When you're around them, like you love to be around them because they're just like positive energy. Like you... Like you enjoy their presence. Like even yeah. if not much is being said, like yeah. you just enjoy that positive energy presence. Like he's always up. Like Leslie wrote me into some of these two hundred mile relays oh, yes. Yes. many yes, moons yes. ago. And and Aaron runs them too. So he would be in the men's yeah. van, we were in the women's van. And I'm telling you, like 
it amazed me that Aaron would take like the long, long legs. Like he'd like come off a 15 mile run after he'd already done like an eight mile run. And he's like, Hey, how you doing? And I'm like, yeah. I'm tired. I hate running. Get <laughs> me out here, you know? And he's just like always upbeat. And that's yeah. like, that's the thing that I'm like, man, I got to try to be better yeah. at this. Like I need to be more upbeat. Like it's so hard to get motivated to run unless the cops are chasing you. Like, <laughs> back when we were kids, Mike, we always, you know, we had that motivation. But, yeah. Yeah, I um, ran fast sometimes when the cops were chasing me. <laughs> I'll never forget the one time, and I'm Brian the Carpenter and McCall Cleck Cleck, if oh I can get this one right. Oh. We were, oh no. we were. I just want to tell you the story because of how fast I ran. I ran faster than <laughs> I ran in my life. We were in Glendora <laughs> drinking. Glendora. We were in Glendora. We scored a runner. Up at the place, up at the liquor store. Good thing there's like a statue of limitations. And we were, we were, like at, we were at ago. some park in Glendora, and like drinking ponies. I don't even remember what they were, but the cops case of forty eights. Case of forty eights. Yeah. And the cops came in, and we started this this pace. And I remember running faster than running, and you could see like the <laughs> flashlight in the back. And I was so in tune to this pace that I had, and just yeah. and my, it was like my legs were just doing their own thing. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my God, I'm beating them. I'm beating them. And like, I was just so <laughs> positive and motivated. I, and I just watch them. And I'm, and I'm looking behind me. They're gone. I'm doing it. And then I hit a fence. I team on the fence. Just at the waist. And I remember it flipped me over, dude. It knocked the wind out of me. I thought it was dead for a while. But at that point, I had blown them, you know? Dude, you hit that fence full out. Dude, I hit it full out. You were on plane. It was dark. I don't know. You were on pad, bro. The other funny thing is somehow we always found each other again. Like, we all split up. But then it was like it was like public walks or something. We always met back somewhere. Now. And we always found each other again. And we're like, what happened to you? Oh, shit. That's that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of those nights, man. So that's Crazy. what motivated us to run. <laughs> <laughs> I got chased by a turkey one time. I you ran did. Really, really fast. That was unbelievable. As people slowed down on the road and just watched those assholes <laughs> just watched. <laughs> Dude, they were going by. They were like, they slowed down. They were like, what like, the why couldn't they just like hit the turkey or something for me? You know, instead they just slowed down. And <laughs> <laughs> did you did escape? Did go down right out here? Right Not here. too far. Oh, here? Yes. Wow. So, <laughs> I mean, how many cars are really coming up and down the roads here? It's by the high school a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Wow. And the best is I get back. Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm calling you out on this. I get back, like I sprinted home, I'm out of breath, my heart's racing, everything hurts from sprinting for over a mile. Like I just kept running like it was back there even when it wasn't. I get in the house, I feel like my whole body is gonna die. Wow. And he's in the crapper and I'm panting and trying to tell him and it was so horrifying. And all he can do from the crapper is laugh at me. <laughs> yeah. Slam through the door. <laughs> True story. Oh, man. Beck, do you remember? The house here wasn't built yet. You were here. Byron was here and Mary. Yes. Do you remember Mike oh, and yeah. Mary raced across the field? Oh, yeah. Like out of nowhere. And she flipped. She <laughs> fell, dude. Yeah. You ever see somebody when they're getting it, they're running full speed, and all of a sudden something something's out of balance. Their, yeah. their, <laughs> their head gets in front of their feet or something like that, and they yeah. like fall for yeah. 10 feet before they eat it. Oh it feels God. like slow motion because you can see it happening. Oh, yeah. even I think though she, she might have been wearing a sundress, too. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't remember either, but at this point, it was definitely a sundress. <laughs> 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 You're going to make it into a sundress. Uh, that was an awesome, awesome interview, man. Oh, my and, God. And I, you know, I got to be honest with you. You know, we're live, and I want to talk about it because I know Rich had a ton of comments coming up on the IMs, and I know, you know, we wrestled with asking direct questions about how, how Aaron's doing, you know. But I made it up in my mind that I didn't want to bring any of that up. Y you know, I didn't, I didn't even want to go there, you know. Didn't want to go there in my mind. And, you know, it's, it's, it's too hard for me to even think about it. You know, and Aaron's dealing with it. You see how positive he is. Right. You yeah. know, I, I, I can't even imagine what Aaron's gone through. And I wanted to focus on the positive. Um, but Aaron's Aaron's fighting. You know, we've we've texted with Aaron and Leslie. He's fighting hard. He's staying positive. He's Keep doing fighting. everything he can do. You know, he's he's leaving. A, he's 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 leaving it in God's hands. You know. These yeah, his put his, it in faith. Perspective. his faith. His faith is, is so very strong. strong. Like mm -hmm. you think you got bad stuff going on. I, I look back at myself. Like you know, when when my boat's broken, I'm like a basket case. And we just talked to a guy that's battling brain cancer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fighting the and fight, yeah. Just trucking forward one day at a time, like yeah, it's yep. incredible. Yeah, yeah. I, mm -hmm. I, I definitely. Uh, if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, uh, if you're religious, not religious, whatever, man, keep Aaron and Leslie in your prayers. Keep that family sure. in your prayers. Yep. Think about him. He's doing everything he could do. Um, you know, anybody can do it. Aaron can do it. Yeah. 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 I watched him. I watched him catch twenty pounds in the last hour on the Chesapeake tournament to win it. Yeah, he could do anything. Yeah, and we need to show. That we still need to show that video. We have it. We, let, you want to? You want to? You want to? How do? When do you want to show that? Because I, I want to. I actually just want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it. It's so awesome. Yeah. Oh, you uh, just click Google. It, oh, it, it was minute. so. It <laughs> was so cool, Mike, watching him do that in that tournament because we're title guys, right? We grew up on the river adjusting to conditions and and yeah. he did too uh and um and you could see him when the fish were short striking and messing up and he wasn't connecting with them and he's like it's just a tidal thing it's just a tidal thing i gotta wait for the tide i gotta wait for the tide and and uh you know just it he was so aware of that and i was shocked you know i guess being out on the delta he must have learned those lessons yeah you know about yeah. the the ebb and flow of the tide and and then just sure enough, just like once the tide got to the level where the fish started to become extremely aggressive and active, uh, man, he just put him in the boat, put yep. him in the boat, including a seven pounder. And uh, yeah, it was spectacular. It was spectacular to watch. But you know what was the best was the joy in Aaron in that moment, oh, you yeah. know? Dancing like the, around. The I pure joy. Like Tippy toeing on the front deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So great. <laughs> it was it was pure bliss, man. Like when you were, you know, fifteen years old, yep. catching your first bass. That's what it looked like. Uh, yeah. So awesome. Yeah, it so was awesome. great win. Uh, great do win. We, I, do you have that clip, Bry? Let's watch it real quick. Let's watch it real quick, and yes, I think after this, yes, we, we do. take a little break. Peter, Let's we're going to minimize you. Here it goes. Don't take it personal. So if you're watching hard live to, right now, you can be able to do, see Brian. this. Good luck. This is it. <laughs> Here we go. Oh. 
Oh my gosh! Wow. See that hesitation? Did you get it? Yeah! <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, it came off of my hand in the water. Wow. Look at that. That's seven pounds. Woo! Called it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, it's giant, dude. Dude, I got to see those. They are in here. I lost a big one there earlier once that was it. Oh my gosh. That's big fish at a tournament. <laughs> It's six and a half pounds. <laughs> 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 Keep your head on. Oh my gosh. Rich, run that hook set back. That was awesome, gosh. man. I gotta see that. Oh. oh my gosh. <laughs> you watch this all night. Wow. Incredible. Yeah! <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. That's so awesome. Oh my gosh, it came off of my hand in the water. Great tournament moment right there. That's seven pounds. Huh? Woo! Never been up in that creek. Oh my gosh. Not, yeah, not that, was the, that was the place to be for, yeah. for a long, long time. Incredible. That's awesome. Um, great, great little video there of Aaron doing what he does, you know, catching giant fish. Uh, Man, what a what a great segment! I think what we're gonna do, Brian the Carpenter. Let's take a break. Yep. When we come back, I know a lot of you have waited for this announcement. You wanted to hear the Aaron interview. You got that. When we come back, we're gonna do an MTB unboxing, and then last but not least, Pete, Ooh. we're gonna make a giant, huge announcement, groundbreaking. Huge. Announcement. Hang huge. in there with us. Huge. 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 <laughs> Hang in there with us. When we come back, more iCloud. Hi, today we're going chest to chest in the Dr. Squatch lather test. On that half of Mike's impressive chest, we're rubbing them down with three name brand bars. The result, a sad milky film of disappointment. How's that feel, Mike? You see, big soap cuts corners and strips out all the sudsy goodness in order to make production cheaper. But not Dr. Squatch. Don't worry, Mike. Dr. Squatch soap retains all the natural ingredients, which creates a rich, foamy lather, leaving your skin healthy, soft, and clean. Ooh, looks like Squatch has taken over this peck party. How do you feel now, Mike? Dr. Squatch natural soap. When we say it lathers, it f***ing lathers. You deserve glorious lather. Take the lather challenge for yourself today. Four and a half inch drop shot worm, Bama bug. Finesse jig, PB and J, give me something hard. Hey, KVD here. Now, I didn't always know this much about fishing. Three aught, no, four aught EWG worm hook. In fact, there was a time when I couldn't tell the difference between a jerk bait and a stick bait. But then I signed up for Mystery Tackle Box, the original monthly tackle subscription. And now I know more about fishing than I do about Calculus. And he knows a lot about Calculus. Plus, I get amazing extras like free fishing magazines. October 2016, featured article, four places to throw a frog, exclusive decals, <coughs> zombie bass, and how-to videos for all the great baits I receive. How to tune a crankbait. Is that underwater footage I smell? 
I got goosebumps. So if you're looking to develop enhanced fishing abilities like me, or you just like getting new tackle every month, go to mysterytacklebox.com and get your box today. Live minnows. Is it lunchtime already? Nature's candy. Oh. Is he in my pocket? This time of year, I definitely recommend putting a little bit of this on your soft plastics, too. There he is. Another one. Next cast. And that would be number six. I'm addicted. I'll admit it. I'm, I'm straight addicted. This might be bigger. You think so? on your crappy jig and look where the stripers get it you can't even see it man that might be a keeper 